Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Trey, where do we begin? Do we start today with Sam Pittman's press conference, or do you want to give your thoughts on Alabama-Arkansas first? Well, I can go anywhere you want, Randy. I can start with Alabama-Arkansas. Obviously, a closer game than we thought, but uh, you know, one of the ones that fall under the, the dreaded moral victory category. Uh, you know, a lot of people have, have said the Arkansas offense was too vanilla and too uh, conservative, and I agree with that to an extent. Uh, you know, like the second and one, I, I don't know why you just run up the middle when you can do a lot of different things there. But at the same time, I also know we've also talked about these long, slow-developing plays and the importance of maybe implementing the quick passing game, and, and they certainly did that. And the defense played extremely well and well enough to keep them in the game. Uh, it's just unfortunate with the offensive line situation, kind of what we identified very early, you know, maybe – even before the BYU game, but definitely at the BYU game, uh, the offensive line we knew was going to give them uh, some serious issues, and you give up a sack on uh, a potential game-winning drive where it looked like they had a little bit of mojo going. Uh, so that's that's kind of been pretty typical. Um, a lot of – you can't be – and I, I say you can't be, but you, you probably shouldn't be disappointed alone, you know, with the Alabama game, but when you combine the entire – uh, you know, other four games and, you know, you wind up at two and five, then that's certainly extremely disappointing the way this season has played out. It's been a very difficult schedule. And uh, I don't know that anybody in the country plays a schedule like this. I, I was just looking at some of the other SEC teams, and, you know, Missouri, they're sitting there at six and one. Well, I'd love to have – I'm not saying Arkansas would be six and one with Missouri's schedule, but I would love might to be. have that schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure might well, be. Well, I can't, I can't think of an Arkansas schedule shaping up better than that in the last 33 years. No. <laughs> so um, it's back to the days of the Southwest Conference. So, uh, But, uh, you know, they, Missouri deserves all the credit in the world for being six and one. They're playing the games that are out in front of them. Um, right. Georgia certainly had an incredibly easy road when you look at their schedule. But I mean, Arkansas has gone against a two and one, three and one, four and one, and five and one team consecutively on the road. Um, that BYU game, the more you look at it, it was just critical that Arkansas win that game, and we knew, you know, kind of going into it that it would be critical. And um, you know, Arkansas battled through all these games; they just they they did not win any of them. I thought here's something that's interesting. Um, you guys are familiar with Josh Pate. He does the late kick on, on the YouTube show. Uh, he comes out with what is called the JP poll. And the JP poll is not based on your wins and your losses. It's based on your chances of beating other teams. So it, it like, ranks teams based on if they're better, if they played on a neutral site, basically, who would win. And right now Arkansas is 30th on that poll uh, ahead of Iowa, ahead of Wisconsin, which basically means if they were in the Big Ten, West, they would be favored to win that right now, which I found pretty interesting. But uh, it's just uh, it's been a tough road. I think what we have to, you know, kind of guard against if you're Arkansas is um, not playing down to your opponent, not saying, you know, all those teams and all those logos and, you know, the rank matchups of, of everybody they played us against the world. That's one of the questions I asked Sam Pittman about today in the press conference uh, and look at Mississippi State and say, okay, they're down. 
They're 0-3 in SEC. We're finally home. We got some, you know, the home field advantage. And, you know, just kind of forget about, you know, what has had you, you know, battling so far, uh, you know, to this point in the season and uh, the mentality that they've had and um, not thinking that this is owed to you because it's not. Nothing is owed to you. Uh, so Arkansas, I wrote a story right before, uh, published it right before the press conference today, and it was, you know, this is a must-win game for Arkansas and Sam Pittman. And I asked Sam Pittman about it in the press conference, like, you know, that same kind of question. And he said, we have to win this game. We have to win this game. And he's absolutely right. Um, nobody likes being two and five. Nobody likes moral victories. Nobody, nobody likes or expected the state of Arkansas football right now. It's, and I've said this too, you know, just in the walk and talk after the game. The difference in for me and like, you know, saying that, you know, Chad Morris needed to be fired and saying that John Pelfrey needed to be fired is you see the problems within the locker room, the um, the issues that they're having, the letting go of the rope, the, you know, all of those things. And, you know, they're losing, but they're not they haven't let go of the rope. They haven't quit on them, you know, and. That's why this Mississippi State game is so important for, for Sam Pittman and just the his, his future and the future of the program. Um, nobody likes being 2-5 and five again, but – and I know nobody wants to just hear me say, well, they didn't quit, you know, like, well, okay, Trey. But uh, that's that's what I see right now. I don't see a, a team that has, has quit on their head coach or their coaching staff, and, and I've certainly seen a lot of that happen over the years. You're exactly right. They have to win Saturday or that could happen. It hadn't happened yes. yet. It could. No question. And you're exactly right. They can't say, whew, finally, Mississippi State. You cannot take that attitude because they're good enough to beat Arkansas. And if yep. Arkansas plays well, they should win. But those are excellent points you made. Most everybody in this conference is good enough to beat you. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, Trey, this is from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Uh, this from the 501 for Mr. Biddy. I was a little frustrated listening to the post-game comments. Maybe I'm wrong, but I was wanting to hear a little more fire. My question is this. If we lose to Mississippi State, will that post-game sound different both from Coach Pittman and the media? I don't know what the reference is yeah. implying. Is there going to be brimstone and fire if Arkansas loses to Mississippi State in Sam Pittman's post-game comments? Possibly, yeah. I mean, they, I think they have a better team than Mississippi State. I mean, Mississippi State's starting over in a lot of ways. I know they got, you know, a lot of key players back from last year and such. But, uh, yeah, I think it would obviously be a very different vibe in the locker room. You're talking about – not in the locker room, but in the in the media room, uh, you'd be talking about six straight losses, uh, losing a game that you should not, you just shouldn't win. If you come prepared and and do all the things that you're supposed to do, there's you just should not lose this game against Mississippi State. You, you just shouldn't. Um, so yeah, absolutely, I think it would change things. This isn't, you know, a road game in Death Valley or in Oxford or in Tuscaloosa. You know, and even against Arlington, you know, in Arlington against Texas A&M, it's a home game against a team that you should beat. You, you just should. And so, yeah, I think it would probably change a lot. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to beat Mississippi State on Saturday. Uh, but 
Yeah, of course. That could, that could, I mean, that would just, I, I think, I mean, like, this is, it goes back to the same things we're saying. I said it's a must win. Sam Pittman says we have to win. I mean, there's reasons people are saying that kind of stuff. Well, coaches hardly ever say that. That that yeah. that that shows you how big it's this so game obvious. is for Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. it's just so obvious that yeah, there's no point in not saying it. Let's talk with Jake. Jake, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Absolutely. Good afternoon, Double R. Good afternoon, Rick. Good afternoon, Trey. Enjoy. First of all, Double R, I want you to know how close I came to winning your little blue book. I had Alabama thirty-one twenty-four, and that was very, very within reach there in the fourth quarter of yes, that it was. Um, you have any horseshoes? Hey, yeah, well. Um, you don't need hand grenades. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, hey, Trey, man, a couple things real quick. Uh, so there's been a lot of talk today about uh, Rocket and, and or KJ. Like, if they don't stay here next year and they don't go to the NFL, you know, possibly transferring or whatever, so please tell me, you know, in your little blue book, that <laughs> if they don't stay here, they're going to the NFL. There's no chance of them transferring out. And number I two, don't think, do you think – Yeah, go ahead. Do you think – I'm sorry. Do you think there's a chance of us just like man being fed up? Like the, the way the way KJ threw that player. I mean, you could see the frustration in that play, and that was an awesome play. Everybody knows it. Do you think there's a chance of the can uh, of the team just opening a can of whoop up whoop butt on Mississippi whoop State butt. and just throwing <laughs> like it down it. on them? Thank you, Jay. I like it. Oh, we're gonna start using whoop butt on this show now. <laughs> Um, we just call it WB. <laughs> I think it's yeah. I think it's possible that you could see a lot of you know pent up, you know, going into this game, and uh, I, I think they have a chance to really you know to to beat Mississippi State soundly. Um, the offensive line is an issue. They they played better against Alabama, and again, a part of that is because they you know did do so much quick stuff. Uh, and didn't have those long developing plays and stuff, but uh, you know the defense is playing so well, and um, yeah, I think it's I think it's possible. Now, I think what kind of stinks, you know, just the way the game is set up. You've got here you have Arkansas just playing this brutal stretch, historically brutal stretch on the road, and then what has Mississippi State done? Not only do they have a bye this past week, the week before they played Western Michigan. That's a good way to get healthy. It All right, Trey. Good way to figure things out. Let's step yeah. away for a moment. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. And let's go right back to our phone lines and let's talk with Shane. Shane, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, just comment. I, I think I really think that this team's going to turn it around, especially with the schedule being a lot better for us. Uh, I think they're going to beat Mississippi State. I think we're going to. I think they're going to win out, even though at Florida. So I want to see if uh, if uh, uh, Paul is going to ask you if he what his status him is this week. And I'll hang up. I didn't understand what he said. I didn't either. Pooh asked yeah. for Paul's status ah, this week. Ah, yeah. Paul. Mm-hmm. I think Pittman said he's going to be good, didn't he? Yes, if he, did. he can practice. He said he thought he would. If he can yeah. practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're going to try to get him out today. 
And that yeah. kind of that kind of fits Trey with this this particular question as well. Uh, this from our Asher Record Service Company Life in Feedback says, please ask Trey if it was Rockets' decision or the teams to set him out Saturday, and is yeah. there any association with Pittman's post game interview talking about guys who want to be here and Rocket not playing? I don't. I don't think Pittman would be would refer to Rocket like that. But no. I do kind of read between the lines, and you know, it sounds kind of like maybe he might be done. Yep. Um, I think he might. I think what happened is he tweaked it on Tuesday in practice. I think that's what happened, and um, yeah. So I don't think it's like I'm just going to sit out because the season's not going well. I don't think that's it at all. I think he's had issues with it all year, and. I think he tweaked it on Tuesday in practice. So, um, yeah. As far as injury stuff, though, I mean, guys, how, how? I mean, look at this defense. I mean, like, we missed some points this year on predicting how this season would turn out. I mean, I don't think anybody thought uh, that Arkansas would be two and five this year, and you know, making some assumptions about the offensive line being better. I mean, you just assume under Pittman that they're going to have the offensive line figured out, and they didn't. And that's obviously on the coaching staff. Uh, but, man, this defense, the work they did, I, I, I remember, and I brought that up to Sam today, too, just when transfer portal was about to open last year, and he goes, buckle up. And they had so many players leave the transfer portal, and everybody was freaking out, even though most of them, large percentage of them, were guys that just weren't good enough to play, and especially on defense. And then, you know, the guys that they brought in, they've got nine players playing a heavy role, not including 2022 transfers, just the 2023 transfers on defense. Um, and the depth that they have. I mean, they they didn't have Cabin Ball. They, you know, they missed John Morgan for a stretch. They missed uh, uh, Jashad Stewart for a stretch on the defensive line. Hasn't affected them really at all. Um, linebacker, they don't have Pooh Paul out there who's, you know, everybody's like, why isn't this guy preseason All-SEC? You know, that's what was the talk I heard a lot of people getting on to me because I didn't give him a preseason All-SEC vote. Um, and the secondary, you know, they, they didn't have Dwight McLaughlin. They didn't have uh, Jalen Braxton. They're two starters at cornerback. And, I mean, they've just been – they've been beaten up. And they've been withstanding it. And Keon Stewart went down Saturday. Uh, I just think that's that says so much to me about the depth that they're able to establish through the transfer portal now. What a weapon that can be for Arkansas and helping them level the playing field moving forward. And, um yeah, I, I, I've been just very impressed. And, and on top of it, three three new coaches, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, including the defensive coordinator. So um, very impressed with what the defense has been able to do so far. And they're going to give up plays. They just are. That's the way the game is. But, uh, I mean, I feel like 25 out of the 28 quarters they've played, the defense has won, even though they're losing. <laughs> even though they keep losing, I feel like they've won uh, most of the quarters they've played, a significant percentage of the quarters they've played. KB, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, Trey. Let me let me ask you a question, and and I know this is putting you on the spot. What I like to be on the spot. That's where I want to be. I want to be on the spot, and I want the ball in my court. There you go. (laughs) Wow. Well, here here you go. Load the box. Oh, spot Biddy on drive time. (laughs) I'm leading somewhere with this question, obviously. But if I had to ask you over the last twenty years. What would be the the worst offense that you can remember the Hawks putting together uh, over the last twenty years? Is there a year that stands out to you? 
Well, I don't have to think back that far. I mean, 18, yeah. 19. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so listen to this. Chad Morris is last year. Nick Starkle and Ben Hicks. Y'all remember those names? Feels like forever yeah, ago. Sure. But Nick, Nick Starkle and Ben Hicks are our starting quarterbacks. Through the first seven games of that year, the team averaged 388 yards per game and 5.8 plays yards per play. This year, through the first seven games of the season, this, this hog offense is averaging 320 yards a game, 4.8 yards per play. The statistics and the numbers say that this offense is 70, 60 to 70 yards a game worse than the offense uh, that Chad Morris put together the year that he got fired, statistically speaking. And people will say, well, what about this four-game this four game stretch? Well, well, let's, let's think back to Kent State was terrible defensively. Our offense did nothing. We played Western Carolina. We put up a lot of points, but if you, if you remember, our offense, our running game was, was awful that game. I think we finished the game with like 350 total yards total. Um, then we play LSU, who's got a historically bad defense, according to them, uh, by their standards. Ole Miss's defense is is leaves a lot uh, to be desired. Uh, so I mean, really, the two the two defensive we play, two defensive we two defenses we played where you would say are SEC caliber, really really good defenses are A and M and Alabama, and so that's why. And I, I'm I'm I am the last person, the last person to normally call uh, for for coaches and the call for, but let, you know this, this season's this season's offense is worse. Than what we put together with Nick Starkle and Ben Hicks, it just is scoring wise, yards wise, yards per play turnover. I don't think that's I don't, to, so. I don't think that's necessarily true. This offense is bad, okay, um, yes. especially on the offensive line. It's causing them. It's really torpedo torpedo in the whole thing. But I don't know if yes. I would necessarily say that when you consider. I mean, you talked a little bit about the schedule, but I mean also like Portland State. You know, they scored 20 yeah. against Portland State. And, you know, they played Ole Miss yeah. and Colorado State, San Jose State, Texas A&M, Kentucky. Those are the, you know, the opening games for And remember, for didn't Starkle throw like five interceptions in a game? So five interceptions yards, against but this team doesn't San Jose State. like that one. No. And the yeah. defense was yeah. also yeah. terrible then, too. But Oh, oh absolutely, yeah. This, this There's no question. Nobody's, nobody's getting on here defending this offense. <laughs> yeah, well, well I mean, what I'm saying, here's, here's – Here's my here's what I'm here's what I'm calling about is we're we're I mean guys we lost to BYU, I mean last year we lost to Liberty last year we had to have a remember yeah. the punt return against Petrino we all thought we were about to lose to Missouri State last year yeah until eight the minutes left they, the they were trailing yeah yeah KB I mean, we got to run KB this, thank you this, this is a absolutely hey, eight eight and eleven over the last uh, uh, the last two seasons the regular season eight and eleven thank you KB he's not wrong. All right, Trey, enjoy practice. Hopefully right, something encouraging may come from that.